Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vinuela reporting from Monterey County getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. Wednesday morning, Trevor Bolter, a student who was at the party on Crandall Way the night that Smart disappeared, continued his cross-examination from Tuesday afternoon. Bolter testified that Smart approached him at the party, kissed him, and led him to the bathroom where they had a brief conversation. After leaving the bathroom, Bolter said that Paul Flores came up to him and said, quote, What I'd like to know is what you did with her in the bathroom. End quote. Bolter testified that he laughed and said that nothing happened and that Paul Flores laughed too and walked away. Bolter also said that Smart seemed like she was inebriated at the party, but maintained that she did not smell like alcohol. He added that, quote, as time went on, she was getting more and more out of it, end quote. Next on the stand was Eric Wilkins, who was also at the party on Crandall Way. Wilkins testified that he saw Smart laying on the ground on a driveway as he left the party, and that she, quote, appeared to be drunk, end quote. He said they had a brief exchange and that he left shortly after. Jennifer Medeiros, who was formerly known as Jennifer Phipps in 1996, also testified on Wednesday. Medeiros lived across the hall from Smart and was the person who initially called the police on Sunday, May 26, after Smart didn't come home on Friday the 24th. Medeiros said that she called the San Luis Obispo Police Department as well as the Cal Poly Police Department, but that she was repeatedly denied the opportunity to make a missing persons report until the following Tuesday. Madero said that her and some other girls who lived in Muir Hall with Smart were very concerned when she didn't come home, and that the level of concern, quote, elevated exponentially, end quote, as time went on. She also mentioned that her, quote, sick feeling and feeling of helplessness grew each day, end quote. Paul Flores' roommate at the time, Derek C., was the last to testify on Wednesday. C. had left Cal Poly that Memorial Weekend to visit his home in Oakland and came back the following Tuesday. C. heard other people talking about how Paul Flores was the last person who reported seeing Smart after the party, which he asked him about later that evening. C. joked that Paul Flores, quote, probably did something you know with her, end quote, to which Paul Flores replied something to the effect of, quote, yeah, she's at my house eating lunch with my mom, end quote. C. said that Paul Flores was joking when he said this, but testified that his demeanor was, quote, pretty serious, end quote. C. did not note anything out of the ordinary when he walked into their dorm that Tuesday, including any unusual odors. Court proceedings will resume on Thursday morning. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trial's events, you can visit mustangnews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Manuela.